And uh, good afternoon, my good friends. Good afternoon. Welcome to my uh, podcast. Welcome to my Periscope. Welcome. I am coming to you uh, 12 miles uh, east of downtown Los Angeles on this rainy uh, Monday morning in California. Uh, let's see, it is 4.35 in the p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today is Monday, uh, uh, February 4th, 2019. And let's thank the Lord for uh, maintaining our Western civilization this long. It is not, it is not easy. But you know something, ladies and gentlemen, we received uh, our, uh, our inheritance in a Western civilization uh, just sitting there providing uh, untold riches and comforts to all of us with the engine running and the keys in the ignition. And we didn't create it, our ancestors did. And we have to maintain it. We have to maintain it. And so far, up until February the 4th of 2019, we're still maintaining it. Let's hope we won't lose it. Because uh, Western civilization is so valuable. Nothing like this has ever created such prosperity and such largesse in the history, in the known history uh, of, uh, of Earth. And I am happy to report to you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that it looks like the American middle class is uh, awakening going through a slow awakening to the fact that the small number of uh, uh, of our power elites really uh, have derailed uh, our uh, republic for for at least a hundred years maybe uh, maybe more um, excuse me uh, maybe more um, here's the way uh, here's the way I see uh, Here's the way I see this uh, this situation: uh, is uh, that up until uh, up until the advent of the internet, uh, we the middle class uh, peace, were in a peaceful slumber, thinking that the fantasy world that Hollywood and the three uh, major networks gave to us that everything's okay and that we live in a wonderful uh, paradise. We believed in it. And uh, now, thanks to the alternative media, Alex Jones's and his ilk, and many, many thousands of others, we realize that um, the small number of uh, hereditary wealthy individuals who own our banking system and who control, uh, uh, control our government through extra-legal means uh, are running roughshod over our constitution, over our freedoms. Now, thank God for the free, independent, alternative uh, media. Uh, I am, uh, before I really get into that subject, uh, I'd like to mention something about a wonderful, uh, unprecedented, at least in my memory, unprecedented uh, street fight between... uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax uh, of uh, Virginia and the Governor uh, Northern of uh, of the same state for power, as uh, as you uh, as you probably know, uh, Ralph Northam, uh, the uh, person who advocated killing infants if they're deformed, basically making it legal in Virginia to commit uh, first degree murder on a newly born. If for some reason mother and doctor think that they don't comport 
to some standard, um, some pictures uh, showing uh, the governor wearing Ku Klux Klan foot service, uh, and uh, Democrats called for his immediate uh, resignation, and that would have brought Justin uh, Fairfax, the lieutenant governor, into power. And apparently the uh, Northerners people uh, released uh, information that uh, Justin Fairfax, who would benefit from uh, Northern uh, being removed, uh, has assaulted a woman some 15 years ago. Uh, this is uh, from New York Times. Uh, and let me give you a, uh, just read a couple of paragraphs. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax of Virginia emphatically denies on Monday a woman's claim that he sexually assaulted her in 2004, suggesting at one point that Governor Ralph Northam's supporters were trying to block his ascent to the governorship at a moment when uh, Mr. Northam is besieged by demands that he resign over charges of racism. Does anybody link uh, it's any coincidence that on the eve of potentially my being elevated that, that this is when uncorroborated smear comes out, Mr. Fairfax told reporters? Uh, this story came uh, from uh, uh, Big League Politics. Uh, the headline reads, Update Standard Fellow Hints at Possible Justin Fairfax Sex Assault. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs from this story. A woman named Vanessa Tyson, who is a fellow at Stanford University, <coughs> who is a fellow at Stanford University, says that a man who allegedly sexually assaulted her uh, at the 2004 Democratic National Convention is now an office holder about to get a very big promotion according to, to a screenshot provided by a tipster. A friend of Tyson named uh, Adria Schaff based in Richmond, Virginia shared a heartbreaking message which Tyson wrote in a private post. And um, this uh, story pretty much does everything but identify uh, Justin Fairfax as the person that um, this lady claims assaulted her. So we are watching a wonderful street fight for power between uh, Fairfax and Northam. Excuse me. Ah, Something out of my nose. Excuse me. I guess. I guess my allergies are working overtime. Uh, my apologies, but um, it's it's very interesting to see what happens. I I think resignation of Ralph Northern is uh, inevitable, but he's not going down easy. Oh, sorry about that, folks. That's interesting. Uh, moving on. Uh, as I was saying, the middle class is uh, is awakening, and our powers that be uh, just can't have it. Absolutely can't have it. Uh, everybody knows uh, the name of Kevin McGinnis. Uh, he is a genius who started the Vice. Uh, he's, uh, he was a well-known comedian and political commentator on, uh, uh, on um, CRTV. However, however, as soon as CRTV merged, uh, uh, merged with, um, uh, with Blaze, and Blaze is, to me, controlled, uh, up, uh, a controlled opposition, 
basically Blaze is an agent of the hard left of the Democrat Party. Uh, he was fired. He was accused of racism and worse uh, by Southern uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. Well, uh, Kevin McGinnis did not uh, decided that he is going to fight back against the smears. So today he sued uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center. I am on the Infowars, uh, which is fitting because uh, Infowars uh, founder Alex Jones uh, was smeared by the same organization and kicked off the uh, kicked off the uh, YouTube uh, uh, YouTube uh, Google um, Twitter and Facebook. Excuse me. Uh, so let me read. Uh, let me read a few paragraphs of this story. Uh, headline: Gavin McGinnis to sue the Southern Poverty Law Center. SPLC listed Proud Boys as an extremist hate group and accused McGinnis of promoting violence. Uh, Proud Boys was a group of uh, brave uh, young men who protected uh, uh, MAGA demonstrators and decent people from Antifa. For that, they were labeled an extremist organization by the Southern Poverty Law Center. And uh, let me read you a few paragraphs here. Uh, just a second. Gavin McGinnis is suing the Southern Poverty Law Center after a group designated as uh, his former organization, the Proud Boys, <coughs> as an extremist hate group and accused McGinnis of, of uh, uh, advocating violence. Uh, the SPLC officially designates McKinnon's uh, former organization, the Proud Boys, as an extremist group, and their website contains numerous articles about McGinnis himself. Uh, an article entitled, Why Are the Proud Boys So Violent? Uh, as Gavin McGinnis asserts, violence is the core of their ideology and their primary tool for silencing their political foes, and blames McGinnis for blatantly promoting violence and making threats. Uh, so, Mr. McGinnis uh, decided to sue, to sue Southern Law Poverty Center, and it looks like he has a case. It looks like he has good funding and he has good lawyers. And I will update you as uh, news will come up. Uh, this is a very good sign, even though McGinnis himself, obviously, Financially, he's nowhere near uh, middle class. He come, he's a one percenter. Uh, but his values, excuse me. His values, his humor, uh, his uh, demeanor uh, represent us, the men and women of the middle class. He's not a highbrow. His humor is ours, and by attacking him. Uh, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center is attacking us, uh, attacking us. And Southern Poverty Law Center is simply an enforcement arm of our power elites. They don't want to share political and cultural power with us. They want to be the, uh, they want to reserve that power only for themselves. And interesting political candidate for president has emerged. A Democrat by the name of Tulsi uh, uh, Gabbard. She is a congresswoman from uh, the state of Hawaii. I am on the Washington Free Beacon, 
and she represents that huge awakening of the uh, American middle class. Let me read you a few paragraphs. Uh, the headline, Tulsi Gabbard uh, to run for president in 2020. Uh, this is from January 11, 2019. A Democratic uh, representative, Tulsi Gabbard, Hawaii, said Friday she will run for president. She has announced since then, I believe. Uh, I have decided to run and will be making a formal announcement within next week, Gabbard told CNN host Van Jones in an interview scheduled to air Saturday. There is a lot of reasons for me to make this decision. There are a lot of challenges that are <coughs> facing the American people that I'm concerned about and that uh, I want to help uh, to solve Gabbard added, pointing to health care, criminal justice reform, and climate change. Now, the reality is, those are not her major issues. Uh, I have uh, watched her interview on Joe Rogan's show, uh, uh, who is a very interesting, uh, very interesting alternative platform in himself. Unfortunately, Joe uh, has caught a uh, Trump derangement syndrome disease, but when he interviewed Tulsi Gabbard, and I and I and I um, suggest you look it up, uh, uh, just listen to that interview. Tulsi Gabbard did not sound like uh, like a, uh, a Democrat at all. If anything else, she sounded a lot like uh, Alex Jones. She uh, her platform has nothing to do with uh, <coughs> has nothing to do with the uh, pet uh, projects that liberals have such as anti-male uh, and uh, LGBTQ uh, BS, uh, uh, BS and pushing of the uh, gay uh, oppression of the uh, normal people. Not at all. It looks like she's more concerned with the endless foreign wars and she's more concerned with the, uh, uh, with the prison industrial complex as well as the military industrial complex. She seems to be libertarian on many issues, and I think she is a product of that middle class awakening that we're having. <coughs> I don't know what choice she has of being nominated uh, for as a presidential candidate uh, from the Democratic Party, but it is obvious uh, that she is a... Um, I don't want to use the word populist, it's been overused, but she does believe, uh, I think, from listening to her interview with, uh, uh, with uh, Joe Rogan, she does believe she represents us, the middle class. So let's take a look at who uh, Tulsi Gabbard is, and um, I am loading right now. I am I'm loading right now uh, the Wikipedia. I know Wikipedia is not the best uh, uh, is not the best information source, but uh, I I will help you translate uh, translate it into English. Excuse me. Uh, let's see, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Gabbard uh, uh, born April 12, uh, 1981, so she is almost a millennial, almost, is an American politician serving as the U.S. representative for Hawaii's 2nd Congressional District since 2013. A member of the Democratic Party 
She was a vice chair of the Democratic National Committee until February 28, 2016, when she resigned to endorse Senator Bernie Sanders for the 2016 Democratic presidential nomination. Elected in 2012, she is the first uh, Samoan American member and the first uh, Hindu member of the United States Congress. Gabbard served in the field medical unit of the Hawaii National Guard in a combat zone in Iraq from 2014 to 2004-2005 and was later deployed to Kuwait. She previously served in the Hawaii House of Representatives from 2002 to 2004 when she was elected uh, to the Hawaii House of Representatives at age 21. Gabbard was uh, the youngest woman to be elected to a U.S state legislatures. She supports abortion rights, Medicare for all, <coughs> opposed to the Trans-Pacific Partnership. She called for a restoration of Gla uh, Glass-Siegel Act and changed her stance to support same-sex marriage in 2012. She's, criti she's critical of aspects of U.S. foreign policy regarding Iraq, Libya, and Syria. She opposes removing Syrian President Bashar Assad from uh, power by force. On January 11, 2019, Gabber announced her campaign to seek the Democratic nomination for President of the United States in uh, 2020. Excuse me. My uh, allergies are really taking the best of me. Let's, uh, let's look at her uh, uh, early life and education. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard was born uh, uh, on April 2 to 1981 in Little. Lil Loa Loa, uh, American Samoa, the fourth of five children to Carol and Mike uh, Gabbard. Uh, in, uh, in 1983, when Gabbard was two years old, her family moved to Hawaii. Her father is a member of the Hawaii Senate. Uh, Gabbard was raised in a multicultural, multi-religious household. Her father is of Samoan and European ancestry and an active uh, 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 lector at his Catholic church. Her mother, who was born in Decatur, uh, Indiana, is of European descent and, pra and practicing Hindu. Uh, uh, Tulsi chose Hinduism as her religion uh, while she was a teenager. Gabbard was homeschooled through high school except for two years at an uh, all-girls missionary academy in the Philippines. She worked for a period of time uh, uh, at her father's political action committee. The Alliance for Traditional Marriage, she graduated from Hawaii Pacific University with a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Administration in 2009. So this is who this young woman is. She doesn't have a traditional, uh, uh, tr uh, a traditional hard left resume uh, of, the, uh, of the today's uh, crazy, uh, crazy Democrats. It looks like she is a very interesting young politician. Uh, when, uh, and let's go back to this uh, thing, when uh, I listened to the interview, her interview with Joe Rogan, I got the impression that the standard uh, push-button issues uh, or hot-button issues of the Democratic left, such as LGBTQ rights uh, and the gay rights, and global warming sham, and the, and the fervent uh, anti-Trump hysteria is not something uh, that she's infected with. When uh, Joe Rogan tried to uh, <coughs> uh, try to put her in the direction of uh, Trump hatred, 
uh, she was unmoved and she didn't take the bait. So, um, very, very interesting. I think, uh, I, I suggest everybody following what she's saying, what she is doing, uh, because I think she represents more than just her own point of view. I think this uh, young uh, woman represents us, the middle class, in the same way that Donald Trump is. Uh, and I'd like to learn more about uh, where her heart and her ideas are as time goes by. Now, uh, before I go, uh, let's look at what the news of the days are. And uh, I am on uh, Donald Trump's uh, 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 tweet, uh, Twitter page. Let's see what he is tweeting about today. Uh, this is from four hours ago. <coughs> I am pleased to announce that David uh, Benworth, acting Secretary of Interior, will be nominated Secretary of the Interior. This is a yawn. With uh, caravans marching through Mexico and towards uh, our country, Republicans must be prepared to do whatever is necessary for strong border security. That's to be expected. Uh, next one, I will be entering Sunday morning on Face the Nation. That's from a couple of days ago. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so that's from Donald Trump. Let's see what uh, a Drudge Report. Uh, dirty index in Northern Banks for Political Life. Lieutenant Government Sex Smear. <coughs> suspicion graphic details published. So we went over it at the beginning. Very interesting uh, political uh, street fight between uh, Dixon and Northam, in, uh, both Democrats in, uh, uh, in Virginia. Uh, it's, uh, you know, watching this, I am beginning to believe that that's not everything lost for our republic. Uh, Democratic uh, process, the free process of uh, elections and uh, power and egos <coughs> cannot, be, cannot be clean and neatly packaged in a free society. In a truly free society, it's supposed to be down and dirty, ugly and ridiculous, which means that there is no control and authority that regulates it. There should be a clash of egos and fight for power. And uh, what we're watching, <coughs> excuse me, what we're watching in uh, uh, in Virginia, uh, counterintuitively is the way it's supposed to be in a free society. Uh, let's look of what, uh, uh, let's look of what New York Times uh, think is the uh, uh, news, let's see, Virginia capital thrown into chaos. Uh, so they too think that uh, uh, that Virginia uh, political uh, street fight is very important. Uh, Jeff Bezos' uh, Washington Post, uh, Richmond in turmoil as Northern Moles uh, his fate, let's see, Richmond is in turmoil as Northern Moles his fate, Fairfax denies assault allegation. So, this is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we are today. And before I go, I want to point out, uh, if you're watching me on my Periscope, 
uh, to my right there is a cartoon by a man Garrison uh, a stork uh, flying over New York uh, with a little crying baby uh, in his beak and uh, the caption is uh, hang on kid we're flying over New York so obviously if he delivers them to New York uh, the uh, the homicidal crazed uh, uh, Democrats are gonna kill this kid um, I wish that it was funny I wish that it was funny there's a uh, like there's an old saying there's uh, also a little bit of humor in every piece of humor anyways ladies and gents uh, thank you very much for joining me I have to get back to work uh, I appreciate you joining me a lot more than I can ever ever uh, say in words and God bless you have a blessed day God bless you